Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. Through my signature online coaching program, I teach women just like you how to ditch the body image issues, gain confidence, and lose the emotional weight to look and feel irresistible at any size on your weight loss journey. If you would like to learn more about my group coaching program and see if you're a good fit for enrollment, please schedule a free confidence clarity call at irresistibleicing.com slash call. The link is also in the show notes. All right. Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. Welcome if you're new here. Welcome back if you are an OG listener. Today, we are going to be talking about what you are afraid of losing. What are you afraid of losing by committing to yourself in your weight loss journey? Is there something that you are afraid that you're going to lose when you make the decision to go all in on yourself and transforming and changing your life. So it's time to have an honest conversation with yourself about what you're actually afraid of. So, you know, like when you make the commitment to, I'm going to start over on Monday and on Monday, I'm going to do everything perfectly and I'm going to stay in my points range and I'm going to plan all my meals and I'm going to go hard on the gym and I'm going to do this and this and this and this. And you set yourself up with this all or nothing bullshit and by Wednesday, the wheels are falling off. You've had a bad day, you're overwhelmed, you're stressed, and the wheels fall off. And then what happens? You slide back into the yo-yo diet, body hate, shame cycle, the guilt and the shame is all what, you know, you're, you're layering it on top of each other, on top of each other, so that you feel like a failure. You feel like you can't do this. You feel like, you know, see, I told you I never can lose the weight. I'm not able to do this. What's wrong with me? Blah, 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 blah. And all that inner fat bitch chatter is like swirling around in your brain and you just feel like I'm just so afraid I can't do this because see, I can't do it. I'm, I'm afraid of failing. And it's not just a fear of failure, right? It, it's, I think what, what we're talking about here today is the fear of what you think, the fear of what you perceive. That is the key word. The fear of what you perceive that you are going to have to give up by losing weight. And so the reason I'm bringing up that cycle is because it's like when the wheels fall off on Wednesday because you had a bad day or something crazy was going on and you just go to town on overeating and emotional eating and it's just like you feel out of control because you don't have the skills to do anything but use food as a comfort. You don't have the skills to talk to yourself any other way besides this inner fat bitch chatter. And so what we're really diving into is the perceived fear of what you think you have to give up by losing the weight. So it's like you've got one foot in and one foot out that you're terrified to put both feet in because to put both feet in means I'm now committed to myself. I now have to show up for myself. I now have to do things that I maybe don't feel like I'm willing to do right now. And it's about so much more than what you're eating. That's like 5% of the equation. And so I want you to start thinking about what is it that you feel like you're having to give up by going all in on yourself? If you could go all in on yourself and all in on your weight loss journey, what are you so afraid of? Because here's the thing, right? You tell yourself you want this more than anything. You want the weight off. You want to do all these other things because we talked about that in the episode where we go into the why. You're wise around weight loss. You're wise around why do you want these changes so bad for yourself? So it's not, it's not a want issue. It's not a desire issue. It is a disconnect of you not being willing to sit down and have these honest conversations with yourself to stop 
the cycle to stop the yo-yo diet body hate shame cycle to stop the inner fat bitch chatter that's going on in your brain and to have real conversations with yourself honest conversations not over here living in denial pretending like nothing's going on pretending like everything is okay but having real brutally honest conversations with yourself so what is it that you perceive or think that you're going to have to give up when you put both feet in the water so, you know, it could be like, you know, I know this is very true for me and, and, and has been very true for me in the past. But like, well, if I put if I go all in on myself and I put both feet in, what am I going to do? How am I going to comfort myself? Because if you're eating and overeating to deal with your emotions and you're overeating to deal with the discomfort in your life. You're terrified that that's going to go away and then you're exposed and raw and vulnerable and what are you going to do? Okay. Maybe it's also like, well, if I take away all the food and I, and I do this, then I'm going to lose out on hanging out with my friends and having a life and going out to party and going out to happy hour and going out on dates and all these kinds of things, like having a social life. You know, is it thinking that, and, and here's the other fear of like, well, if I put both feet in, I'm going to lose all the foods that I love because your perceived fear is that you're never going to be allowed to have these foods again. You're never going to be allowed to go out with your friends and have fun if there's food involved. You're never going to be allowed to have comfort food again. This is what you're telling yourself. This is the per the perception. This is the... um the inner fat bitch stuff that just isn't true. It's just not true. So what is it that you're afraid that you're giving up? So whether it's eating for comfort, it's a social life, it's, you know, the favorite foods that you, you think you're never going to be allowed to have again, which is why you continue to do the Sunday night ritual. You know how it goes right? I'm going to start over tomorrow. I'm going to get back on track. I'm going to do this perfectly. I'm going to follow the plan. I'm going to stay in my points range. I'm not going to deviate from, from my, my calorie range or whatever bullshit thing that you're doing. So what do you do? You go out for one last shebang. You go out with the friends. You go out on a date. You eat all the food in the house, all the comfort food, all the junk food, all the things that you think you're never going to be allowed to have again. Because you're so caught up in this all or nothing bullshit thinking. That is the problem. And so I want you getting dirty, down and dirty, honest with yourself about what am I so effing afraid of losing? What am I thinking that I am never going to be able to do again if I just go all in on my weight loss? You know, and it could also be, I'm so afraid that I'm not going to be able to live a spontaneous life and, and be able to eat the foods I want to have. I don't want to have, I, I have found myself before, one of the things for me that I would struggle with was like, I don't want to have to plan out my food. I don't want to have to think about it. I just want to be able to eat whatever I want to eat and and live in the moment and not have to worry about every little thing that goes into my mouth. Could I live like that? Sure. But I also know, for me, if I decide to live that way, all the weight packs back on. But I also know that I can live in the moment. I can still have spon you know, spontaneity built into my life and enjoy the foods that I really do love while also losing my weight and while also feeling really good about myself too. So there's room for all of it. You just have to change the way that you're thinking about it. You just have to change the conversation that you're having with yourself and get real down and dirty honest about what are you actually afraid of? Because I, 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 would, I would bet on that you haven't really had these conversations with yourself. 
You haven't sat around and really thought about, what am I afraid of losing? Right? Because it's not, it's not just the fear of failure. It's the fear of, what do I have to, I have to give all these things up and I'm just not willing to do that right now. And I, I don't believe you have to give any of this up. <laughs> what I believe you have to give up is your all or nothing bullshit. What I believe that you have to give up is the inner fat bitch chatter that you need to shut down inside your brain. What I believe that you need to give up is the lack of self-love, self-respect, and self-worth. That's the shit that you need to give up. Because you can create an irresistible life. You can still lose weight and have a social life. Go out with your friends. Go on vacation. Go out with your, your significant other. Eat the things that you love and enjoy. Have indulgences here and there. Live in the moment. Be spontaneous. You can still do all of those things. But you're only going to be able to do all of those things when you stop zombie walking your ass through your life and you start waking up and becoming self-aware of what you're thinking, what you're feeling, and what you're doing. That's when it changes. And that you start making conscious, deci conscious decisions about the things that you're eating. You're planning for them. You're thinking about it. You're not just having these knee-jerk zombie reactions and then going, well, how did this shit happen again? Well, let's talk about that. You know, if you don't have any other outlet besides food, if you haven't learned how to talk to yourself, if you haven't learned how to sit in the discomfort of your feelings, of course you're terrified. Of course you don't have both feet in because you don't know any other way. Of course you're afraid because you don't want to give up the cycle. You're addicted to the cycle, the yo-yo diet, body, hate, shame cycle. And if you don't have the cycle in your life, who are you? If you don't have to lose weight and constantly obsess about it and worry about it and have all the inner fat bitch conversations, if that no longer existed, who are you? What do you now have to focus on? Because your weight and yourself has been the focus of your life for so long so that you can avoid fill in the blank. What is it that you are avoiding? What is it? So you're terrified of giving up the cycle of using food for comfort. It is your wet blanket, which I talk about all the time. And I went into detail about it in the previous episode. So if you're like, wet blanket? What, what the hell is a wet blanket? Go back and listen to the previous episode. You're afraid of giving up that that cycle, that yo-yo diet, body hate, shame cycle, the like making promises to yourself that this is the last time. I'm going to do it great. I'm going to do it perfectly. And if I can't do it perfectly, I'm a, I'm a worthless fat piece of shit. So then you go through the body shaming, looking at yourself in the mirror, not liking what you see, beating yourself up, talking shit to yourself. And then it gets so bad. And so miserable that it's like, well, let me just start over on Monday, clear out the cabinets, go out to all my favorite restaurants, order all my favorite foods. You are addicted to the cycle. You are addicted to the yo-yo diet, body, hate, shame cycle. And I am here to tell you that cycle is like a hamster wheel and it will not stop until you make a decision that you want it to stop. Until you make a decision that you are w much more willing to deal with the discomfort from stopping the cycle than the discomfort 
of not liking what you see in the mirror, the discomfort of stuffing yourself until you're too full. That's when it stops. That's when. And that requires you making a commitment to yourself. That requires you to show up for yourself in a way that you have never been willing to do before. And when you start showing up for yourself and you make a commitment to yourself, guess what happens? You build trust. Because right now, I would bet everything I have that you don't trust yourself. And you don't trust yourself because you have proven to yourself time and time again you're not to be trusted. Because every time you say you're going to do something, every time you say you're going to lose the weight, every single time you go back on your word. So why should you trust yourself? So what you have to do is just make the commitment to show up even when it's uncomfortable, especially when it's uncomfortable. Because that's how you're going to build that trust back. You're going to build that trust back by keeping the commitment and doing what you say you're going to do. And the more you do that, the more you build the trust and the more you make, the more you build this trust back with yourself. I'm not even going to say back because I don't think the trust was ever there. If you're a long time yo-yo dieter, the trust isn't there and it's probably never been there. So you're building this trust with yourself. And what happens is as you're doing that, you also start gaining confidence. Because confidence comes in the doing. And confidence comes by doing what you say you're going to do. Showing up when you don't want to show up. And so, you know, you sit here and think about all the reasons why you're afraid. What do I have to give up? I'm not willing to give up. I don't want to give it up because what am I going to do when, when, when shit gets hard and shit hits the fan and, and I don't want to deal with life because what, am I, what else am I going to do? But the thing is, I know you're not sitting around thinking these things, having these conversations at a conscious level because you're just reacting in zombie walker mode where you're just asleep at the wheel. And that's the difference. That right there is exactly what we're talking about by losing the emotional weight. Losing the emotional weight is exactly what you have to do if you ever expect to lose the physical weight. Because if you don't do this part, your physical weight is going to continue to be a problem. Sure, you might be able to get the weight off or you might lose 20 pounds, 30 pounds, 40 pounds, whatever, but you're always going to go right back to where you were plus plus some probably because you're not learning how to talk to yourself. You're not learning how to change the conversation. You're not learning how to keep commitments to yourself. You're not learning how to gain confidence and trust in yourself. So losing the emotional weight is about all this stuff that your diet these bullshit diets, these fad diets, even the, a meal plan, none of these things are teaching you how to do that. That's where I come in. This is what I teach you how to do. I'm not going to sit here and teach you how to lose five pounds. I'm not going to sit here and teach you what to eat and when to eat and how to eat it. That's not your problem. Your problem is you don't like yourself very much. Your problem is you don't like your life very much. Your problem is you're bored with your life. You don't feel important in your life. You're tired. You're exhausted. You do everything for everybody else and there's nothing left to give for you. That's your problem. So you're carrying hundreds and hundreds of pounds of emotional weight. That emotional weight is all the bullshit things you think about yourself. It's the inner fat bitch conversations about how you're not good enough, how you're the fattest one in the room, how nobody likes you because you're fat. And notice I'm not saying any of those things are true because it's, it, it's the shit that you're telling yourself and most of it's not true. 
And so you have got to lose the emotional weight before you ever even think about, well, I wonder how many calories I should eat today. I wonder how many points this shit is. It doesn't matter. What matters is you have to build this foundation first. Because weight loss, physical weight loss, the formula is quite easy. Eat less. Move more. But that's not your problem. You know how to do that. You don't know how to do all the shit in between because no one has ever taught you how to break that cycle. How to break the psych- the yo-yo diet, body hate, shame cycle that you're addicted to. Because you don't know who the fuck you would be without weight as your biggest problem. And you have a whole lot more to give as your life contribution than weight loss. And so I want you to stop thinking that if you could just lose weight, you would be this amazing, awesome person that has all this stuff to contribute to life. You have stuff to contribute now, whether you lose your weight or not. And so it's not that you don't know how to lose weight because every single woman, every single one of you that's sitting here listening to this podcast, whether you're at home, you're in your car, you're doing the dishes, whatever, you know how to lose the weight. You could tell anybody how to lose it. Because you've done it before. Most of you have done it before. Multiple times. So why do you gain it back? That's the question. Why do you constantly gain it back? Why? Because you haven't learned how to lose the emotional weight with it. You're just doing surface level shit, getting surface level results. And when you start to dig a little bit deeper and get under the problem, that's when you're going to see changes. And I'm not just talking about weight changes. I don't give a shit. Like the, the weight stuff is like icing on the cake. I'm talking about real changes. Like you showing up for yourself. Like you standing up for yourself. And that's how this, you know, not feeling good about yourself shows up in so many different ways. It doesn't just show up in you not wanting to wear a bathing suit. Sure, that's one way. But it shows up in the ways you're not thinking about. The waiter brings out your food and it's wrong. So what do you do? You don't say anything. Why would the fat girl make complaints about her food and call attention to herself? Um... You know, you take your car in to get detailed and they don't do it as much. They don't do it to the level that you think they should have done it. Do you say anything and stand up for yourself? No. Because what if you piss them off? What if you piss them off so bad and they get so angry that they call you fat? You don't get your hair done because you don't want to look in the mirror inside the salon. You don't get your hair done because you don't want to be seen and you don't want anyone to think, well, what's this fat bitch doing here? She obviously doesn't care enough about her body. Why would she care about her hair? Who does she think she is? This, these things are the conversations you're having with yourself. And I know, and you're like, oh my God, are you in my brain? Yes. Because I used to think the same exact way. I get it because I've been in your shoes. I understand it. I know it. I know the depths of the pain and the suffering that you feel. And it's not going to be resolved in another diet. It's going to be resolved when you decide to make a commitment to yourself no matter what. Because a commitment doesn't have conditions. A commitment means 
I'm willing to do what it takes no matter what. And so as long as you've got one foot in and one foot out, that's not a commitment. So I want you getting brutally honest with yourself about what you're so afraid of. What are you afraid of giving up? Because if you can name it, if you can put it out there, then you get to make a decision. Then you get to like look at it and go, is this real? Is this really all that bad? And is this the truth? And even bigger than that, the next question is, the next question is, but what would you gain if you finally committed to yourself? You're so wrapped up in what you're going to lose. I won't be able to go out with friends. I, I won't have my favorite foods. I can't overeat. I can't eat for comfort. I can't be spontaneous. And, and go- You can still do all those things. That is like that. Like we have to fix that first. But second, I want you asking yourself, but what would I gain by making a commitment to myself? What would I gain if I actually decided to lose the emotional weight too? What kind of life would I gain? What life am I holding hostage while I'm over here waiting for the weight because I'm over here living in fear of all these things that I perceive that I'm going to have to get rid of? What would I gain if I actually allowed myself to sit in the discomfort of the inner fat bitch conversation so that I could get it out and dissect it and then do something about it rather than continuing to live inside my head and then going around like a zombie and acting like I'm the victim and acting like I don't understand why I just keep putting on the weight and putting on the weight and using food as a comfort even though I told myself I don't want to do this anymore What kind of life would you gain? What kind of life are you putting on hold right now? And all those thoughts that you have, all those inner fat bitch thoughts, all those negative beliefs, all those bullshit stories, those are the things that are holding you back. It's not the actual weight. It's what you think about the weight. It's what you have made the weight mean. And it's about the fantasy that you have created inside your head about when I lose the weight, then I will X, Y, Z, fill in the blank. When I lose the weight, then I'll be, then I'll be able to stand up for myself. When I lose the weight, then I won't take shit off of anybody. When I lose the weight, I'm going to stop being the volunteer people pleaser. When I lose the weight, I won't be so busy anymore. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. What is it that you really want? And let's get out of the fantasy the fantasy that losing physical weight is going to create all these things for you. It's not. Has it before? Because most people I talk to, myself included, that got to their goal weight or lost a shit ton of weight felt the exact same way. Or people come out of gastric bypass surgery weight loss surgery, liposuction, and they're still hot. Like maybe, you know, you've got that new car smell for a little bit, but then it wears off. And then you're right back to where you started from. And then you think, oh my God, why is this not fixed? I thought this was going to fix everything. There's still something wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you. You just haven't learned how to stop the inner fat bitch chatter. You just haven't learned that you're able to think differently. And if you want a different life, if you want the life you sit around and crave, then this is what you have to do. You have to lose the emotional weight. And part of the process of losing emotional weight is learning how to have different conversations with yourself so that you can think differently about it. And there's that's like one piece of it, right? You have to 
look at what are the rules that I've created for myself? What have I made the weight mean? Because all of you have created rules around what it means. There's rules around what the weight means, what the food means, about the weight, the body, the yo-yo diet body hate shame cycle. All of those things have rules in your life. Whether you realize it or not, I promise you, you are living your life by this set of rules that you don't even realize you're doing. And it, and it shows up in the most, like, these little subtle ways. These little subtle ways. Some of them aren't so subtle, and some of them really are. You know, just going to a, a store and looking for clothes but kind of half-assed looking because you don't want anyone to come ask you if you need help or you don't want anyone to say something to you about your size or ask you if you're looking for a certain size. These are the little subtle ways. The not speaking up for yourself when someone gives you the wrong order. Someone doesn't give you the level of service that you deserve because you don't think you deserve anything different. You think you got what you deserve because you don't think highly enough of yourself. So it shows up in these little subtle ways. And, I, and those are part of the rules. And how, how many times have you ever sat down and even thought about that? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that unless you're in my program, probably not ever. So, so then you're just zombie walking through life, not realizing why you keep doing this cycle every single Monday. Thinking that it's the diet that's the problem. You've picked the wrong diet. You've picked the wrong meal plan. That has nothing to do with it. And it has everything to do with you and the rules you've created and the stories you've told yourself and the inner fat bitch chatter that's telling you, see, you're going to fail. You're not good enough. You can't do this. It has everything to do with that. So you have to learn how to get out of zombie walker mode, how to listen to the inner fat bitch chatter without running away as soon as you listen to it, and actually sitting in the discomfort of what that feels like. Because it is, is going to be uncomfortable. And that's why you're avoiding it. Because you don't want to feel discomfort. But if you would allow yourself to do that, you could move through it. And you also have to create, because right now, another piece of this is you don't have a relationship with yourself. The relationship that you have with yourself revolves around weight. It revolves around the weight problem, if you will. It revolves around what I call, we, we talk about this inside the program, the fat girl identity. Who would I be if I wasn't the fat girl? Who would I be? And, and that fat girl identity is like so wrapped up in the idea of what's going to happen when I lose the weight. The yo-yo diet body hate shame cycle. That addiction to that cycle. Who are you outside of that? And you probably don't even know because you've been doing it for so long and you've built up this bullshit fantasy in your head about what's going to happen when you finally lose the weight and you have this 90s movie moment where you take your ponytail out and your glasses off and everybody goes, oh, who's that? Instead of getting real and honest with yourself and learning how to love yourself unconditionally regardless of what happens on the scale. Because you're never going to hate your way down the scale and stay there. You're never going to hustle your way to goal weight. And as long as you have a conditional relationship, which is what you have now, that's how you're choosing to do things. And so it's stripping away that whole fat girl identity crap and learning how to build an unconditional, loving relationship with yourself. And an unconditional relationship doesn't mean 
I sit here and live in, in glitter and sequins all like I'm not living like life is just glitter and sequins because it's not. I want you to think about for those of you that are in a relationship with someone else. You sit there and tell me what unconditional love looks like because it sure as shit doesn't look like flowers and dates and and wine and and and, you know, lovey dovey bullshit all the time. That's not what unconditional love looks like. And that's what I want you to start thinking about with the relationship you have with yourself. Yes, unconditional love does include those things. But it also means sitting with someone in their discomfort. When your spouse and your partner gets laid off and you have to hold space for them, that's not fun. That's not comfortable. But it's unconditional love. When you get the diagnosis from the doctor that you don't want to get and you can hold space with each other, that's unconditional love. When you say something horrible to your significant other that you didn't mean to say and you can apologize for it and own it and be accountable to it, it doesn't feel good, but it's unconditional love. So that is what I want you to start thinking about because we hear all this bullshit. Love yourself, love yourself. Ugh. And it's like, oh, that's cute. That's fucking cute. But loving yourself doesn't just mean, I love myself. I'm so awesome. I'm so cute. Look at me. No matter what size I am, I'm just the best. That is not what this is about. And I don't sugarcoat shit. If you haven't gotten that by now, <laughs> where ha have you even been listening? An unconditional loving relationship with yourself means telling yourself the stuff that you need to hear that you don't want to hear. It means holding yourself accountable when you would rather live in denial. It means pretending everything is okay when it's, and you're over here pretending everything is okay when it's not. We're not doing those things anymore. So part of how you're stopping this, part of how you're losing the emotional weight, there's so many layers to this. And I'm giving you just little pieces of it here. In the program, I mean, we dive deep. And we really explore all these areas. So it's like, number one, you've got to break the rules and the inner fat bitch chatter that you're telling yourself. Break the rules that you have created for yourself. You then have to create an unconditional loving relationship with yourself and detach from the fat girl identity because you are so much more than this bullshit fat girl identity that you have created for yourself. And the other thing, the third thing here that I want to bring up is you have to find other ways. You have to find other outlets. You have to find ways to feed your soul that do not revolve around food and the addiction to the yo-yo diet, body, hate, shame cycle. You have to find other ways to feed your soul. And that's why for so many of you, I think I said this earlier in the episode, how it's like you're bored, you're miserable, you're tired, you're exhausted. You're just, life is not always glitter and sequins. So you're not, you're tired. And your soul is tired. Your soul is screaming and it's hungry and it's starving. And instead of addressing that, you just throw yourself into the food for comfort. Because it's the only thing you've ever known. And, you know, one of the things I teach the ladies in my coaching program is how to find other outlets. What do you love to do? Who are you outside of this fat girl identity? What passions do you have? What lights you up? What fills you up? You know, and for me, there's a lot of things, but like being outside in nature, getting out in my kayak, being out on the water, boating, like just going for long walks, like there's just all these things that really fill me up that I never allowed myself to do. I never gave myself permission to even explore the idea 
of kayaking. Because I knew, well, there's a weight limit and they're going to make fun of me and they're going to ask me how much I weigh and I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm going to be humiliated. I'm going to be embarrassed. And, and who do you think you are anyway? Who, who do you think you are, fat girl, to be getting your fat ass in a kayak anyway? That was the constant conversation. And how could I have ever created a life that I wanted, that I craved, if I continued to have those kinds of toxic conversations? Like how? And, and that's the thing. And I know for me, I was never even sitting down exploring the idea that I was having those conversations. It was just who I am. This is just how I think. That's the fat girl identity. This is just who I am. This is just how I think. Nothing's ever going to change it. The only thing that's going to change it is to lose weight. If I could just lose the weight, I won't have any, you know, um, insecurities anymore. I won't ever worry about what other people think. I won't feel anxious. I won't feel depressed. I won't feel like a loser. I'll stand up for myself. And we know that isn't true. Just losing the weight alone isn't going to change those things. It's the weight loss plus the emotional weight. If you want true transformation, you have to learn how to drop the emotional weight. And not one diet program out here is going to teach you how to do this. They don't want to teach you how to do this. So the third thing here is you have to find ways to feed your soul. Your soul is screaming to you. That is what is starving. That's why you're eating when you're not hungry. And so it's like this cycle that you just find yourself in where you're talking shit to yourself. You don't like who you are. You have all this inner fat bitch chatter. You have nothing but the fat girl identity to... That's, that's like all you think you are. You don't think you're anything outside of it. So you don't have an unconditional loving relationship with yourself. And you don't have any other outlet to feel good. You don't have any other outlet to like de-stress from. So you're just using food. And all that does is create the cycle. So then of course you're afraid to give that up. Because it's like, well, if I go all in on my weight loss journey and I put both feet in the water, I'm never going to like be able to comfort myself again with, without food. And it's like, well, you got to find other ways to do that anyway, because that's not helping you. That's not healthy. And there are other, and if you don't have those coping mechanisms and you don't have those skills and you don't even have the self-awareness, of course you've always felt this way. So also like give yourself some forgiveness and some grace. It's like, where have you ever heard any of this before? Where have you ever had these conversations before? Because if you're constantly putting all your hope and faith into the next shiny diet, you're not having these conversations. You're just sitting around thinking that you're a loser who can't eat less and move more. And if that was as, if that's all it took to lose weight, no one would have a weight problem. Because that's real simple stuff. Oh, all I got to do is eat less? Oh, thanks. No shit, Sherlock. Like, every, if I had a dollar for every doctor that's ever said that crap, it's like, oh my God, did you go to school for like 15 fucking years to tell me to eat less? Wow, genius. Wow. Oh my God, let me give you an award. These so it's like even the doctors, they don't they don't acknowledge and they don't address that there's a big 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 emotional component to all of this. And that's that's the thing that doesn't get addressed. And that is exactly why you continue to do the Monday morning shenanigans. How many of you, as you're listening to this on Monday, 
because these always go live on Monday. How many of you are listening to this on a Monday and you've made that bullshit promise to yourself today? And the thing is, is you have left no room in the equation for being a human being. You have left no room in the equation for when shit hits the fan. What am I going to do? How am I going to comfort myself? What am I going to what am I going to be thinking about? How am I going to feel? And this all or nothing thinking doesn't allow you to make mistakes. And when you're doing weight loss from a place of doing it for the for the last time for the rest of your life, you need to make these mistakes. And you need to use and don't ever let don't ever let a binge or an overeat go to waste. And what I mean by that is there's always something to learn from it. Like that's how you change the cycle. That's how you get out of this crap is you stop going to. So what happens is you have the overeat, you have a binge. You don't want to think about what you did because you feel disgusting and awful about it and guilty and shameful. So what do you do instead? You go to this place of, well, this isn't happening. I'm going to live in denial and I'm going to just move forward and, and, and start over on Monday and I'm going to do everything perfectly and I'm going to be the nice little diet girl. Okay, sure. Instead of, all right, I did it again. Let's find out what was going on for me yesterday. What was I thinking about? What was I feeling? What happened? How can I do it differently next time? How can I set myself up for success? That is how you do this. That is you also deciding I recognize and I'm going to start losing the emotional weight too. So, you know, as a, as a takeaway, as an action item, what I want you to do is I want you to get out your journal. And let me say this because I have a lot of all or nothing people that listen. I have a lot of um, perfectionists. I see you, girl, um, that listen to the podcast. You're out there. I'm a recovering perfectionist myself. And um, when I say take out your journal and answer these questions, how many of you went, ooh, ooh, oh shit, I got to go to Home Goods today. I got to get me a really pretty fancy journal or I can't do what Amy's asking me to do. I see you. I see you, girl. Um, and, you know, get you, get you a fancy journal, get you that pretty journal, but do not let that stop you from getting down and dirty and doing the work. That's all I'm asking. So if you don't have the pretty journal, you don't need to stop everything you're doing and and run your butt to home goods right now. What you're going to do instead is you're going to get out. Oh, my God, it's an old-fashioned piece of paper, y'all. Get out a piece of paper. Like, watch this. For those of you that are watching this on YouTube... And it even has ugly edges. What do you call these things? I don't even know. Get out an ugly piece of paper. It does not have to be perfect. That's the kind of stuff we're trying to break away from. And if you have yourself a pretty journal, congratulations. I have them too. And I also have ugly pieces of paper. It doesn't matter. What matters here is the work. Okay? And so what I want you to do as a takeaway is I want you to write down answers to these questions and these prompts. And I will, um, these prompts are in the podcast show notes. So if you're driving or you're, you know, homeschooling with the kids right now and you've got one, one, one podcast or one um, pod in your ear and one out, <laughs> you can come back to the show notes. And I also am going to put these inside of our weekly discussion. So we have a free podcast discussion group on Facebook. And every time an episode goes live, there's a post that goes up where we have a discussion around the topic. So these questions are inside of that thread for this episode. Okay. So I want you to ask yourself, what am I afraid to give up in my weight loss journey? What do I, it's more like, what do I perceive that I have to give up? Okay, because we know that you don't really have to give up all those things. So let's just be honest. What am I afraid I'll be giving up by going all in on my weight loss journey? 
okay? Number two is, but what am I going to gain in my life when I make the commitment to myself? What will I gain? Okay, those two questions, that's it. I want you thinking about those. I want you to answer those. And again, we will have those inside of the free podcast discussion group. If you go to Facebook and type in Irresistible You Podcast, the podcast will come up as a group. So you might have to look like do your search and then click on groups and then request to join. Please answer the questions and we will get you approved and inside of the group. Okay, and that is where we will and always will continue this conversation. Um, And so for those of you that are in my coaching program, we will dive deeper into this on our coaching call this week. And, you know, this stuff, we go way deeper into the strategies, the how, the, you know, how to apply it and all the strategies inside of the program. So if you if you're new to the program, These modules will be coming to you. If you have already been through the program, you can go back and refresh yourself at any time with the content that's there in your student portal. All right, guys. Um, Also, um, if you want to keep up with me, the best ways to stay in touch outside of the podcast is number one, through the Facebook group. Number two, through Instagram. And I am at Irresistible Icing. If you follow me there, we can keep up and stay connected through the group or through Instagram, more behind the scenes. I also share like stories about my my babies and my personal life and all that kind of stuff. So um, and if you're listening to this, could you do me a favor on Instagram? Take a screenshot of you list of of the podcast um, or a selfie of you listening to the podcast and tag me at Irresistible Icing or hashtag it Irresistible You so I can come and say hello. And if this was helpful to you or the podcast in general has helped you in some way, please head to Apple Podcasts or iTunes and leave a rating and review because that helps other women who need to lose the emotional weight find us because there's so many women that don't even know we have this great community. So the more reviews that you put out there, the more Apple uh, wants to show the podcast. So thank you so much for listening. I love you guys. I will see you inside of the group. Until next time, stay irresistible. Bye.